What's going on, everybody? Daryl Freider, the club CEO here. And we have another amazing episode of the My DJ Story podcast brought to you by the club app, the number one streaming app for DJs and partygoers. Today, we have my brother, DJ Extra Alex. Brother, can you please introduce yourself to the people who you are? Yo, and where yo, you're yo, from? yo, 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 Extra Alex right here in the mix, but not today. Today, we're doing a podcast. So, yeah. All right, let's get started. I'm 17, currently uh, 17 years young. I live in Cali my whole life. Uh, pretty much got introduced to music when I was a little baby, still in diapers, you know, like they'll be making noise. I'd be like, ooh, ooh. So, yeah, that's kind of where it started out. I had that passion and love for music. You know, it just gets everybody moving. It speaks to, it speaks in ways that nobody can really express. And it's like, you know, there's no arguing with that because it really does. Like, you know, that's that's kind of where it took off. And like the whole hype and energy that I have and that I possess is just like, I'm just able to express all that out to the crowd and just get everybody hyped up and moving. It's, it's an amazing thing when you're behind those decks and you're smashing a set and everybody's on your side. There's no better feeling than that, to be honest. And there's just a real passion behind it. Awesome, man. That's super exciting and great intro. I'm super excited to have you on the show. 17 years young and you're early with your journey, but this is the My DJ Story podcast. So we want to hear your story as a DJ in your journey. Um, so let's talk, you know, tell me a little bit about what sparked your interest. Why'd you become a DJ and kind of just walk me through your story from the beginning to where you are now? Okay. So um, at first, um, I was not really familiar with the whole DJ stuff. You know, like my dad would be playing like whole like ultra music festivals, Afrojack when it was popping back in like 2010 and everything when I was still growing up. So he had all these uh, CDJs and he had the whole setup. He had pretty much everything you could ever need. And um, he never really like messed with it like that, like that. You know, he would pull it out sometimes here and there. He would mix a couple songs in and out, but it was nothing like um, going to clubs or going bookings. And like he never really just took it to the next level. And then growing up, uh, he gave me uh, my first set of decks. It was actually an all-in-one. It was a, the XDDJ, uh, or not DDJ, it was an XDJ Aero. Um, it was the first, like, one of the first all-in-one mixers with, like, Wi-Fi capability and stuff like that. It was a dinosaur compared to now. It was, like, I was barely growing up on it, but it was, um, everything was way more ahead. Like, nowadays, you got the whole drum pads, you got the record box on there and everything. I tried using it as a controller, but it was so old that it really didn't work with it, so I kind of just had to learn the whole usb and like put everything record box first then usb on it but even then i can't really do that much on it i mean i can only do so much on that thing it was like pretty much limited but you know i did grow up on that i started off with that and then um yeah that's kind of where it took off and while i was still in that journey of like learning that um that xd or that that arrow all that stuff right there i was it was kind of hard, but at the same time, you know, I still really liked it. Cause then I started, I got introduced to James type. I was like, who's this guy? And I was like, Oh damn, like he going crazy with the faders. And I started like learning his style and learning like, like what he does and just seeing like the different mixes he does. And that's kind of where I fell in love with the whole genre of tech house. That's like, you know, people say like, Oh yeah, tech house. It's like, Oh, it just consists of this, this and that. But for me, I see tech house is like, I'm going to put a house track that everybody can dance and vibe to. And then I'm going to drop it into some, banging like non-stop energy releasing hard track and it's like that's kind of where I, I fell in love with it because it's like i can really express like oh like have like a big room track either way like all i need is to love tonight and it's like everybody's singing it everybody's cool and then it drops into like a house track and then you could transition from that into that and it's just so much you can do for me that's like my favorite genre it's the best one that i like i've ever messed with and um yeah, I mean, that's kind of where I fell in love. So it went from starting off with the small, like small decks and then going into the, that genre, falling in love with it. And then 
my dad started seeing that i'm like getting more into it i kept asking him and asking him like look can i have the cdjs just two like i don't even need all four just like just please let me get two like just upgrade this and that and it was like months and months and months i kept asking him he was like no i'm not gonna give it to you no i'm not gonna give it to you finally he let me use them uh he let me learn them actually because I, I didn't i didn't know him at all and the, the funniest reason is uh how i got onto the cdjs was because there is this um there is this school rally that we had and it was like it was a halloween rally so it's like kind of had like incorporate some halloween mixes and stuff so i had it i was let me let me slow down i'm getting ahead of myself so we had a we had a halloween rally and there is this guy um before on a nickelodeon rally like the um one of the pep rallies before and he was djing on there i was like oh cool like we're djing for the school now so um he was on there he was playing some mix and i was like okay but really i was like super dumbfounded because i was like this guy not not even like to be all disrespectful or like that i was like this guy was whack like i'm not even gonna like the school hired him and paying him how much for this like come on i was like i can do better than that and my teacher was like okay you want to keep talking how come you don't do it and i was like you know what i am i was like bet so um i was telling my dad about it and then he was like oh that's cool and i was like all right bet so i did one better i went up i went up to him by a lot so i had the better setup i had uh the better mix everybody was liking my stuff but i was still new to it so my transitions were not that good but you know it is you know it is what it is nobody's gonna remember all the bad moments when you're up at the top so it's like it's all good but anyways yeah so that's why i kind of like started trying to learn the cdjs it took me like probably like eight to ten hours just to learn the whole layout of it and like kind of know what like hot cues even do because on my um arrow that i had before i didn't have no hot cues didn't have the whole in and out loops or exit didn't have like the whole jog wheels like adjustment it didn't have none of that so i was just like oh my god this is so new i gotta learn it ended up learning the cdjs ended up progressing with them and um yeah now i'm pretty much like i can after learning the cdjs i could pretty much go on anything else because like everything wants to be the cdj so it's like once i know what everybody wants to be like i could go on a ddj or like anything else as long as it has the software and we're good but um yeah i ended up he ended up giving me all the like all of his setup he didn't use it anymore and you know i was blessed enough to be able to start off with this and every time somebody hears about it, they're like damn he's 17 he has four cdjs and he has like all this like equipment and stuff and i was like you know yeah i might you call it call it being spoiled call it what you want to call it but it, at the end of the day it's like i'm not just having it around here i'm actually putting in the work i'm actually trying to progress myself i'm actually trying to get my name out there make a brand for myself so it's like in the end of the day yeah you could call it what you want it but i'm still progressing and trying to go far with what i got and yeah i ended up uh going i'm not gonna say going because i ended up sneaking into my first 21 and over club um my mom pulled some strings and got me up on my first stage in the club but prior to that i did have a few in uh in-person gigs and stuff everybody liked it it was cool but uh my my main goal when i started out was club dj like seeing james hype seeing uh like uh steve aoki seeing afro jack martin garrix all these people like it's a club scene even if you're at ultra even if you're at edc it's just a big club scene so it's like i want to feel that club scene so i went in there for the first time or we snuck in before security was even there and then uh, i ended up going to get on stage and everybody kept thinking i was 21 they're like oh you look pretty young or you look pretty young this and that and i was like i got baby face everybody says that and they're like they're digging it up and then after at the end of the night my mom uh, ended up pulling some strings and i actually got to go up there and play a couple songs and uh one of the main people right there he was uh he's like the i think the owner of soundwave it's a like a new label that's up and coming so far 
and uh they're actually flying out to ibiza in a few weeks and i was like oh, okay damn i was like i like you know they're going somewhere so um i ended up playing a couple tracks right there and everybody was digging it and i was going hard but it was like the last closing set so it was like i played a couple songs and they closed but it was like at least got that little moment i got that little instagram video and i got like all of that so it was dope and then um after i did that he pulled me aside he's like hey look this and that and then uh, one of the guys that was in his group uh his name is dj lights off he is now my mentor and stuff but he knew from the jump that i was 17 um because they're my mom and him were talking and she was he was like okay i'm gonna try to get him up there i'm gonna try to get him up there uh he and both of them ended up working together to get me up there um robin which is the main guy um like pretty much the owner of soundwave he pulled me aside after he's like look you got a bunch of talent this and that like um i want to i want you to send me a one hour mix the next day and uh like here like here's my email here's my card like hit me up this and that and he, um lights off he was like oh you know he's 17 right and he's like he's like okay this is gonna be this is gonna be really really hard to get you in um to any like shows clubs and like stuff like that because you're not 18 yet so it's like the doors don't really open for me and they have they're not really open for me to life to like i'm turning 18 so i'm like super ahead right now once I turn 18, the doors open, bam, I'm I'm pretty much set to go. Like, release me like the bull. I'm straight. But um, yeah, like it's just it's crazy because the next day I, I did a I did a mix and I'm not even gonna lie to you, I wasn't on the CDJs for a couple weeks. Um, I was learning about other things. Um, I wasn't on there for a few weeks. I mean, I did pull out some good tracks in the songs. I, I had some pretty good uh, wordplay and transitions. Wasn't my best work. I can say that for sure. But I'm glad it wasn't my best work, if anything, because um, I did get a call the next day after. And he was like, look, uh, I sat down with the whole entire label, the whole entire team. And we want to put you on. We want to sign you. And I was like, oh, damn. I was like, oh, damn. <laughs> I was like, OK. So then um, they ended up calling me or yeah and then he called me and then i woke up to that and i was like oh for sure and i was like all right best so then uh i was doing some more talking more i was getting more mentored i'm learning how to like produce music now and i have a song that's coming out soon soon i don't know how soon but it's i'm working on it it's called booty call i'm still in the it's still in the process of learning ableton and learning all these different things i can do with this so my mentor lights off thankful for him he's helping me out with all this stuff and like learning all this stuff so he's helping me like progress and like helping me out with like gigs and equipment like what to do what to say because he's been doing it longer so it's like uh you know in the end of the day like you could pretend like you know it all but there's always something to learn that's all what i always tell everybody is always something to learn you don't stop learning like even if it's from like there's something that little baby said he's like if you're the richest person in the room you're in the wrong room because it's like you know there's always something to learn you are the um what was it how do you say it? the 10th person out of the nine people you surround yourself with so it's like, yeah, it's that kind of thing. So it's like, just surround yourself with those people that are going in the same path as you, see the same things as you, and you'll end up going far. So it's like, that's what I've been trying to do. It's like hanging, it's not as much as hanging around with the wrong crowd, because I do got some uh, friends, we do some hood rat stuff, I'm not gonna lie. But <laughs> um, yeah, I still surround myself in my whole like business and success area with people that actually want to make it and go far. So it's like, wow. I'm still, I'm still down with that. Wow, man, this is super exciting, man. You're 17 years old, but yet you have a great head on your shoulders and you're really doing some great things and have reached levels of success that some DJs have yet to reach, you know, 10 years in the game. So congratulations on just how quickly you're moving with your journey and your brand that you're building as a DJ. I think that you're doing all the right things. And I'm super excited to hear, you know, what are some of your plans for the future? You know, what are your long-term goals with your DJ brand? Ultra. Ultra. After Ultra, I made it. That's... 
Ooh, I can't even explain how I feel when I get like that one message like, hey, we want you to come to Ultra. Like Ultra Music Festival, that's the goal. That's the end goal. And it's like, I'm going to keep shooting for it because even if 20 years later, 10 years later, if I fail, okay, cool. But at least I landed at EDC. I landed at Insomnia. I landed at somewhere way dope that people like would dream of going to Tomorrowland something. Ultra is the main goal. Ultra is the one I want to go to. That's pretty much the main thing. That's what I'm working towards in the DJ thing. But again, it's like, okay, DJing is cool. Yeah, it pays well. But it's like, the thing is, for me and the whole DJing thing, it's honestly, the money's whatever to me because I actually have the passion there. People do the DJing because it's like, oh, I want to make some money. Let me learn how to do it to make some money. But it's like, nah, me, I look at it differently. I look at DJing, it's like, it's an art. I, I see it as like, it's a passion towards me and everybody that, that sees me playing, they see how I am with it. And then, you know, my energy just resonates with them and it's just a whole a whole vibe right there that I create. So yeah, end goal, ultra for sure. Awesome, man. And definitely with your vibe and your energy and just your passion for DJing, I'm sure that we're going to see you at ultra, bro. So I'm definitely watching your journey from here on out to see what ways you can get there and how it can help you on the journey. So what we're going to do, we're going to jump into a quick commercial break. When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about your brand and some things more about your journey. Okay. Yes, sir. And we're back with the My DJ Story podcast. I'm here with my brother, DJ Extra Alex. He is a 17-year-old DJ, but really rocking it and moving very quickly with his journey as a DJ. So, brother, when we left off, you're just talking about some of your ambitions and your passion for DJing and how your end goal is to reach at Ultra Festival. Uh, but let's talk about your branding, man. Your name is DJ Extra Alex. You know, how do you get that name? And what does that branding mean to you? So, I got Extra Alex. Um mostly because i couldn't even find the actual like dj name you know you got afrojack you got um martin garrick like you have these like cool like names that kind of vibe like it's like okay cool like that's his name but i was like i can't think of nothing and i was like i'm gonna just base it off my personality since i have this passion towards it i got this i got that i'm like you know what i'm gonna just keep it real with everybody else and i'm just just not have that alter ego kind of thing going on with it i'm just gonna keep it 100 with me and how i am so I was like, everybody calls me extra because, you know, I am a whole energy and everything like that. Um, it's hard to keep up with me sometimes. So it's like, oh, my God, you're so extra. You're so extra. I'm like, freak it, extra Alex. Like, let's go. Let's roll with that one. So I'm like, extra Alex, that's the, that's the DJ name. That's the brand I'm going to build for myself. Um, as far as the whole, like, uh, merchandise and all that kind of stuff is, that's a work in progress. I don't see me launching anything for at least another, like, couple months to a year, maybe, because... Right now, I don't, I don't know, and I'm not in the right area to be like, oh yeah, I got all these fans. Let me just throw something out there because it's not, it's not what it is right now. I'm gonna keep it real, but it's like, yeah, that's that's kind of the thing. It's like, yeah, extra Alex, you know. Um, still working on trying to find somebody to get that voice. So I could be like, after like a big job, be like, da 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 da, extra Alex, and then, you know, something like that. That'll be that'll be dope. But yeah. <laughs> Awesome, though. I love it, man. It's suiting. And I think that you're going to make much more of that brand over time as you progress in your journey. And a name is a name. Like, it doesn't really matter what your name is. It matters the brand or the persona you put behind that name and how people are able to react to who you are as a DJ. So I think you're doing a really great job going right so far. And going forward, you're just going to continue to build and make that name DJ Extra Alex, even bigger and better and well-known. Um, so I would love to hear, you know, what is some things about your brand or the energy that you bring or just kind of what state makes you stand out as DJ Alex, I mean, Extra Alex, when people book you or when people, you know, are, are listening to you to mix or, or, or you DJ, you know, what kind of energy or what kind of experience are you trying to give to people? 
uh the experience i'm trying to give to people is just the one thing i always tell everybody that's like trying to start out djing or like doesn't know anything or like just in general in that area out when i first when i went to the first club i kept trying to talk to the other djs and telling people in the crowd they're like just kind of standing around whatever i was like hey no like move everybody's here for the same exact reason everybody's here to have a good time and dance you know that's why you came out the house today that's why you're here right now it's like like come on don't just be like that like come on like hey yeah there we go okay like get them moving get them like that because at the end of the day you know we are here all together we're all one and it's like we're all here for the same thing at that night it's like okay if you're gonna be at one of my shows in a club you're all here for one thing that's why you came and that's to have a good time listening to music be surrounded with some dope ass people and that's you know that's pretty much what it is we're all here for the same thing have a good time so awesome man no i love it you definitely bring the vibe and people know when they are going to get dj extra alex they're going to get something special so i'm glad that you have that mindset and you really you know are super passionate what you're doing when you have that passion and you just let your personality shows it gives you that uniqueness that no one can replicate so it doesn't matter if someone else has the same decks as you or, or the same setup or anything that you know similar you know you're giving your personality you're giving yourself and i can see that you put that within your brand and you really has made it an extension of who you are as a dj and that's really important for building a brand and building a brand that's memorable so when people see you they know you and are able to really want more of dj extra alex so thank you for sharing that man i think it's super exciting to just be able to hear your journey so far as a 17 year old dj that the floodgates are about to open as soon as you turn 18 so we're glad that we got the exclusive interview here before you break out uh, here on the My DJ Story podcast. You know, what are some things that you've learned so far in your journey that you wish you knew when you're first getting started? Oh, where do I begin? <laughs> there is a lot of fails, uh, a lot of trial and error. I'm not even going to lie to you. Uh, my first like in-person gig, it's a big transition from bedroom DJ to in-person. 100% no doubt about it. If anybody's listening that's up and coming or trying to DJ and it hasn't had your first gig yet, the things that I would tell you that I messed up on was not having a set playlist already done and not having my stuff analyzed in Rekordbox or Serato, whatever you're going to use. Um, and pretty much not being prepared was a thing. I had all my setup. I had all my equipment. Everything was good. Everything was hooked up. I'm talking about like for the USB and for like the whole uh, controller users and everything like that. Like if you're not prepared and you don't have a set playlist of what you're going to do, there's not really a point to even going out in person because you're just going to embarrass yourself. That's what I ended up doing. And, you know, it wasn't good. But the second gig I had, I smashed it. I, you know, I had my playlist set. I had everything ready. I had I was ready to go on that one. Like, I had everything. Um. But yeah, just the first the first time I had an in-person uh, gig like that, I didn't have anything prepared, um, nothing like no record box, nothing. Everybody was like, oh, play this song or play that song or switch it up. Listening to the crowd is one of the hardest things to do because it's like I have already a set playlist and it's like, OK, if I listen to you, then it's like going to throw me off a little bit. So it kind of depends. Like one thing that I started doing was like I'll play my playlist and it's like if you want something after. I'll mix in what you want, like after my playlist is done, you know, like just so I don't kill the vibe or anything for that one person versus all these people. The thing is to please that crowd, not just the one person. So it's like, um, I even have the same issue with my mom sometimes. Like she's right there. She's like, play my song, play my song. I'm like, oh my God, like I have a set playlist. Like um, that's one of the things. So just be prepared, have a set playlist. If you're going to take song requests, do it after, unless you're at a, like a certain spot where it's like only song requests pretty much then. You know go for a dear thing but just that was one of the main major setbacks 
that I had, um, just not being prepared pretty much. That's, that was it. No, that's great advice, man. You got to be disciplined, especially when it comes to the song request. So even though that means you got to tell your mama, no, you got to be yeah. able to play the crowd, not to individuals. I think that's a super important lesson because, you know, you'll get the pressure of some of those people at your event that just super persistent. And if you're not prepared to how you can, you know, let them know like, hey, either wait or it's not the time or just figure out how to manage the relationship or manage the conversation with that individual at the same time while I try to do the party. It's a skill that's not directly a part of you actually mixing the music, but it's a skill that you must have as a DJ to be able to communicate with people and multitask while you're actually trying to work the party. So it's super great that you learned the lesson very soon and early. Um, and it's great that you understand that you have to be disciplined and say no to your mama sometimes when it comes to uh, <laughs> playing, playing the music at the events. Uh, but it's super yeah. exciting that to even hear the involvement of your family. You know, that's one thing that is definitely going to help you be successful as you go forward with this journey, that you have a, a, a pool or a, a circle of people that want to see you succeed um, because it's super hard to do it alone. You know, talk to me more about the people around you from your parents, from mentors, friends. Just talk to me about the people that has helped you got to where you're at and they're going to help you get to the next stage. So starting off with my dad, because, you know, he's the one that gave me everything. He kind of just... I would ask him sometimes like what things are doing. He'd be like, oh yeah, this does this or like, don't worry about this kind of thing. It's like, if I ever wanted to learn anything like deep, deep into it, because again, he wasn't at that level of like trying to take it to the next level and like get those shows and everything like that. Um, I, he would just kind of just, he kind of just gave me all this stuff and threw me in the deep end. He's just go look it up. That was pretty much the, the entire thing I got was just a, go look it up, go look it up. So I ended up uh, buying a James hype, uh, James hypes uh, course. Uh, it was like, three hundred dollars or something like that honestly i'm not even gonna lie best three hundred dollars i've ever spent it broke down every little thing all of his signature transitions what he does how to find music um what to do like when to do it and like just it went from it went from breaking down how to find music jumping on the decks how to learn it on the decks how to practice how to find shows how to you know get like people involved and it broke down everything i was like you could have my money i don't even want my refund like it was so good i was like you know what that was the thing that kind of just like took me to the next level and i was like all right cool so then from my dad's point um an area it was like okay just kind of gave me everything he's like okay go look it up so i ended up having to do everything by myself but my mom is like more of like the promoter side so like she sees the talent and everything and she's more of like the promoter and stuff like that so maybe in the future she could be my manager or something <laughs> we'll see but yeah like she she's helped with like the whole uh getting networking and like talking to people like at the club she talked to, she was talking to one of the main people was about trying to get me up there and everything ended up i ended up doing that and uh now i have my mentor uh dj lights off he's dopest he, he's he's cool he's cool and um yeah so he's my mentor now and that's pretty much it so i've been not really surrounded by like a lot a lot of people that are like oh yeah go do it go do it go do it because in my eyes it's like i'd rather be surrounded by three real people that are going to keep it 100 with me at the end of the day than 100 people that are going to tell me what i want to hear so it's like i already know about taking criticism and i listen to it and you know i take it in consideration um because it's like if you're gonna if i'm doing something you're gonna be like okay that's bad then I'm not going to just not do it. I'm going to find a way to make that better. So it's like, you know, there, there's certain ways to take criticism. People learn from it differently. People take it differently. But me, I know how to take it. 
reuse it, flip it, you know, do what you want with it. But yeah, I can uh, I, I can take criticism pretty well. I could take uh, notes, you know, note takers or the money makers. That's what I hear from my other mentors. So yeah, just being surrounded with mentors, getting connections is honestly the real wealth because without that, you don't, you don't really have anything. People say, oh yeah, you want to go fast, go alone. But it's like, if you want to go far, go together. So it's like, I'm going to surround myself with a lot of people that have the same visions as me, same goals. And yeah, you guys will probably see me in 10 years with my McLaren and my big old house. <laughs> hey man, I believe it, bro. You talk with confidence and you're speaking with authority. And that's what it really takes that you are young, but yet you're so wise and you're obviously taking notes. So you're definitely going to be the money makers, man. I definitely see it. And I'm confident that you're going to be able to be very successful and have that McLaren in 10 years. So definitely, man. <laughs> I, I, and and I'm going to be right there with you, brother. I'm working hard too. So we're super excited to, to be talking to you today and, and hearing about this early journey. You know, there are a lot of people that want to be DJ, but just don't know how to get started. You know, what advice would you have for people? And at what age do you think people should get started? Do you think that it's too young to ever get started with DJing? Or what do you, what's your, what's your thoughts? You know, how, how should people get started and when should it get started? Okay. For DJing, um, getting started, you know what? I'm just going to do a quick backup because it's like, I don't, you have to know if you're going to be good at DJing before you even touch the decks. That's the thing. DJing is not just about playing the music. It's about the personality you bring at the end of the day, no matter what you want to say or how you say it. Being a DJ, you're an entertainer. You're there to entertain the crowd. You're there to put on the show. You're you like you are getting paid to be the entertainment. So if you don't come with that energy and you don't bring those vibes with you, then it's like, what are you really there for? You're just a Spotify playlist at that point, because it's like, you know, what else is it? So it's like um, on uh, was it? I think on digital DJ tips, they have a quiz that you can do. And it's like, should you be a DJ or should you not? And it's like little little like subconscious things it's like oh yeah if you're out in public and you notice that they play the same song twice or like do you not care about it or like do you notice it's like there's little things i took it and it's like why aren't you not in the big festivals yet and i was like oh, okay so i would say for anybody that has no experience at all when it's djing you're interested with it go and take that quiz if you do good or if you even say i don't even want that quiz i just want to do it practice 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 be prepared and you know people say practice 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 i'm not gonna lie sometimes i don't even practice i just go for it but it's like just be prepared if anything if if you take anything from what i'm saying it's be prepared that's all i gotta say for that just be prepared and if you're starting out go for it i mean you only live once like what's the worst that's gonna happen to be honest like what is the worst that's gonna happen look at the end outcome versus the end outcome okay you messed up a couple everybody still has a couple like a great time that sounds good to me i'll take those chances and not trying at all and have and saying all day what if i did this or what if i started now what if i started five years ago like no like screw all the screw all the opinions don't matter like it don't matter what everybody has to say because they're always going to have something to say so it's like you know block that out just go for it and the same ones that are telling you that it's not going to work i promise you are going to be the same ones that say congratulations when you're posting about it wow Work. Great advice, man. I think that's super important. Um, I, I subscribe to the same doctrine in regards to just going out there and doing it. I myself do not practice a lot. And a lot of things I do, I just go out and just do it over and over again. And trial by fire is the way that I go. So uh, I really appreciate you saying this. It takes a lot of confidence to go in and do that. And it seems like you have this natural confidence that allows you to just jump into things without having all the answers. You know, where do you think you got that from? And how can other people kind of build that confidence in themselves as well? 
you know what um some people ask me but i will never really know until a while ago because it all honestly all uh, started because my best friend um he going into high school um i didn't meet him until like a couple weeks after uh going into high school so i went into this program because you know i was still newbie i compared if you've seen a high school picture of me when i first started out compared to now like you'd be like damn he had a glow up i was like four eight four nine i was a little short kid had come over i was like little it was it was all bad but i mean i was like not confident at all i was so like so close i was like so insecure i was like so like just everything like people are like how do you just throw all your insecurities like that because it's like everybody has them like kanye west said everybody has insecurities i'm just the first to admit that i got them and it's like you know that's that's where the realness comes out because it's like there's no point of putting out this fake image and fake just fakeness out there because i always tell myself nobody's getting out alive what's the worst that could happen i'm not gonna live my life in fear and be like what if I did this or what if I did that? I'm just gonna go for it. And if I do, let's go. And I can, if I don't, I don't start from scratch. I start from experience. So yeah, my best friend came in. Um, I was I used to get bullied a little bit, but it wasn't like, oh yeah, give me your lunch money kind of thing. It was more of just like somebody took my skateboard and I was like, I couldn't get it back because I wasn't even at that level. Like I was not physically, mentally at all ready for high school. I didn't know what was going into it. They're like messing around my skateboard. He's like, hey, give him a skateboard back, this and that. So I started sticking around him and um you know we kind of just start building that that bond and that friendship and craziest thing happened i was outside um in the backyard and i was practicing some stuff like i was in JROTC, i was practicing some of the moves or whatever because i was still goody two shoes and all that and he pops up and in the neighbor's house he pops up i'm like wait i know you and he's like oh yeah away from school and then we started talking and he's my neighbor what are the what are the odds that the same guy that like that was helping me at school is my neighbor and from there, he just turned in from my best friend to pretty much my family at that point. I'm, you know, and just like I see them as like my second family from now, like from now on. And he's the one that kind of just got me out of my comfort zone, um, helped me get that that confidence and just that that same f mindset, like f everybody, because it don't matter. At the end of the day, I'm gonna do I'm gonna do what I want anyway. So it's like, you know, life is too short to be living in fear. It really is, and it's like I'm gonna keep saying that and I'm gonna keep preaching that because it's just the facts if you don't want to see it for what it is i mean that's too bad because by the time you do it's hard to be too late but it's like he just helped me like f everybody and what they think do you and that's pretty much it and after that like i started developing that mindset growing older growing older and it's that mindset is just what's been helping me go forward go more and more and more and more and more and it's like i can't wait to see where i go like same thing like don't get me wrong i do know how to respect people i obviously can respect the environment and know when and where like the, the right places to do certain things but again it's like at the end of the day i'm gonna stay true to myself no matter what or who i'm around i'm not ever gonna dim my lights just because somebody else can't see clearly so wow, man powerful words brother and like i said you're wise beyond your years so i'm excited to see where you end up and i'm definitely gonna be following you and watching you on your journey as you become the next superstar dj so super excited man this has been a great interview at this time we're gonna jump into the lightning round are you ready i'm ready describe your dj setup hardware and software uh cdj 2000s nexus who's your favorite dj james hype what has been your favorite party or event you've dj'd at and what made it special the club just because it was the first 
Name some of the best places to party in your city. Downtown, for sure. What's one thing that you think is missing from live streaming for DJs? One thing that's missing is the interaction part. Because, I mean, I feel it's like, you know, you're right there. You got your phone right there. Everybody's watching you. You're watching them kind of thing. But at the end of the day, it's not the same feeling as being in person. So I feel the only thing that's missing is like the whole interaction thing. But you can't really do much about it. So I feel like just the connection part, getting more connected on there. Because it's like, okay, cool. You're watching me. You, now now I see it as an opportunity of you seeing what I can do. So now it's like, okay, go follow my social medias. Get connected with me. And then from that point, if you want to book me and get like an in-person feel and know when and where I'm going to be at, that's where the whole live streaming thing is way better. Because it's like. Oh yeah, you felt you seen what I can do now on my phone. So now it's like you want to see what I can do in person. Okay, cool. Now go hit my socials. That's the only thing I feel is missing. Just the more the networking aspect. There should be like just a hot cue right there, like a hot little button right there, just like the whole Instagram tag on your live stream. So just everybody that's right there likes it. Boom, follow. Boom, follow, and just getting connected. And shout out to DJs that you know personally whose stories also need to be shared on this podcast um honestly shout out shane summers he's the one that that put me on this so that's pretty much it yeah awesome yeah you guys can check out shane's um interview definitely powerful interview that we did with him so anyone that looking forward to being on the show they can also do sign up at djsignup.com and brother where can people find you online or even in person if you're still doing events I am still doing events and I'm just getting started. So uh, online, I'm more active on Instagram. I'm not even going to lie to you all. You can find all the stuff I do on my Instagram. Um, and I don't know if you guys are going to pop it up or <laughs> I was going to do. I'll just say uh, you can just it's at DJ underscore E-X-X-R-A underscore Alex. So DJ uh, extra Alex pretty much. And yeah, you'll find me on there. Awesome, brother. Hey, this has been an amazing interview. You're super wise, brother, and you're going places. So we definitely want to follow you on your journey. Everyone check out my brother, DJ Extra Alex, super amazing guy, and he's going to be killing it in the future. So you might want to watch him and follow his journey. So thank you, brother, for spending time with us today. And we look forward to seeing you in the club. Yes, sir. Thank you for listening to the My DJ Story podcast. If you haven't already, please join our community by downloading the club app for free in the Google Play and App Store today. While you're there, do us a huge favor by giving us a five-star rating and shoot us a message on Instagram telling us you did. I'd love to send you a free My DJ Story podcast t-shirt as a token of our appreciation. Thank you so much and we'll look forward to seeing you in the club.